0: Mike Kapler here with Joel Brzezinski and uh, we're going to spend about 15 minutes together here talking about um, the difference between perfect love that God has for you and me and and sometimes uh, people who are afraid of God which gets in the way of this love relationship and so we talked about this last week we're going to continue this week Joel And, uh, Joel, I just want to say thanks to everybody out there listening and sharing our podcast. You know, when you and I started this just over five years ago, I don't think we had any idea that we would make the connections that we have and that it would Mm -hmm. be shared with so many different people around the world having an impact. And I I guess maybe it's just because you and me, we're just regular guys, just regular people, just talking about this good news of, of God's grace in a way that many of us have never heard about it in the way that we talk about it at least not not in the church world and i think there's a lot of people out there who who really have a desire for more of this re- love relationship with god but just haven't been able to connect with it i'm just glad we've been able to sh- to share some things in a way that the people could relate to it and have have moved further and deeper into uh... this loving grace that god has for us
1: yeah true dad very true it's a uh, it's been a neat five years for us uh... You know, we've been doing this now for five years, as we've mentioned uh, in the in the last few weeks. You know, Cap, you and I started out doing this because we'd been asked by our friend uh, that we now have, and, and he's been uh, my friend at least for five years now, and I know you've gotten to know him a little bit too, Dave Lesniak, the manager, uh, the person who runs Grace Walk Internet Radio. And I was... I was a little bit hesitant to do something like this just because I wasn't sure if, if we would be able to sustain something like this. And here we are five years later, and like you say, we've made connections that I never would have dreamed about. And and I love that because it's all relational. It's all about connecting with people, not just for the sake of saying, wow, I've connected with so many people people with such and such a number of people but because uh it's meaningful connections you know we're uh, we're not only speaking to people about the love and grace of god but we're hearing from other people and, and we're learning from other people and, and we're experiencing god's love through so many people and a lot of it is the result of uh of this program having gone on for five years and so yeah indeed we're definitely thankful for all of that for all of the connections so uh you know, get a hold of us if you want to. All the information is at graceroots.org. Hey, uh, Cap, last week you read, from, you know, we're talking about love versus fear, a very important subject, as you mentioned last week. This is something that, you know, we really need to get this you know through to us, you know we really need to understand that God does not intend for us to live in fear of Him, to be afraid of him, but it 's an unconditional love that He has for us and that He expresses to us and that He pursues us with last week, cap, you read from um the living bible uh, uh, part of first uh, John chapter four. I got the same thing in the message Bible, and you know I just thought it was neat. I thought i 'd read this too. Um, Going back to verse 12, I'm going to read 1 John 4:12 through 19. It just it says no one has ever seen God ever, but if we love one another, God dwells deeply within us and his love becomes complete in us. Perfect love. This is how we know we're living steadily and deeply in him and he in us. He's given us life from his life, from his very own spirit. Also, we've seen for ourselves and continue to state openly That the father has sent his son as savior of the world everyone who confesses that jesus is god's son participates continuously in an intimate relationship with god we know it so well we've embraced it heart and soul this love that comes from god and then uh, the last couple verses here says god is love when we take up permanent residence in a life of love we live in god and god lives in us this way love has the run of the house becomes at home and mature in us, so that we're free of worry And on Judgment Day. Our standing in the world is identical with Christ's. There is no room in love for fear. Well-formed love banishes fear, since fear is crippling a fearful life. Fear of death, fear of judgment is one not yet fully formed in love. You get that? Fear is crippling. I think we all understand that. Fear cripples us. A fearful life, a fear of death, a fear of judgment. God does not want us to live crippled, and so that's not who he is toward us. He's not one who makes us live in fear, but one who lives uh, by his love. There are
0: so many people, Joel, who, who suffer from, I don't know, depression, uh, broken hearts, rejection. Uh, there's people out there dealing with loneliness, fear, like we, we, what we've been talking about, guilt, and condemnation. One of the greatest tools of the enemy is condemnation. they got low self-worth because they don't understand what has already been done for them. They don't understand, even, even believers today, don't understand sometimes what God has already provided for us through Jesus Christ and that he has made us righteous. You know, it's easy to believe God loves us when we do right, but uh, There are a few people who believe that God loves us when we do wrong. Mm -hmm. And I I remember recently hearing somebody make a statement, Joel. In fact, they were speaking in front of some other people. And they've been a Christian for quite a while. And they made the statement that they said, I'm paraphrasing here. uh, It's not a quote for quote, but it's pretty close. They said something like, if I'm being honest with you, when I read the Bible, I get a little depressed. That's Mm -hmm. what they said. I get a little depressed right away my my radar went off mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly <laughs> because their perception of god and how he looks at them is entirely missing the mark and i felt so bad for them because the reason that they would get depressed is they would read you know some of paul's epistles and things and the the lenses that they were looking through we're not providing the proper vision for them to be able to see what the gospel really was because they were depressed because they saw all these things that they weren't living up to. Mm-hmm. That's how they were seeing the scripture. And I felt so bad for them. You know, Joel, I'm, I'm reminded of a story where this, this outgoing, enthusiastic mother was attending her uh, this, the son's first Little League baseball game. And mom is there cheering him on, Right. And the boy was pitching, and she cheered with every pitch. But you know what? He threw one wild pitch after the other. The poor kid walked every batter. And it was only the first inning. The score was 14 to zip, just because he couldn't throw a strike. Every pitch, ball going all over the place, 14 to nothing. Then finally, one batter smacked the ball. He finally got one over the plate. The batter creamed it. And mom stood up and yelled, Oh, no! There goes the no-hitter. <laughs> and that's the way God is with us. You know, sometimes you th- you think that he's up there being critical. He's got this this grim look on his face where he's staring you down, arms crossed, uh, waiting for a, a, a chance to point his finger at you and tell you how you goofed up. That That's not God. Mm-mm. You know, God's always looking for the the best in us. Why why is that? When when God sees us, he sees not the best in us because he sees the best in Jesus in us. Mm-hmm. That's an important thing to remember. He he's not against you. Uh, he's for you. He's the deliverer. He's not the destroyer. He's not the accuser of the brethren. The Bible says uh, Satan is the accuser of the brethren. And and so those are just some thoughts I had going through my head when it, when it came to somebody saying they got depressed when they they read the bible because they didn't they, they saw all these areas where they just couldn't live up to what was being demanded of them. Mm-hmm. That I, that will affect your relationship with God, believe me. Not him toward you, but our mentality, the the our perception of our relationship toward him. It will affect that.
1: That's you know that's right because you know I um I recently interviewed uh, Ralph Harris, uh, author of um, a book called "Better Off Than You Think: God's Astounding Opinion of You." <laughs> it's a it's a really good book, and you can you can hear uh, both part one and part two of my interview with Ralph uh, by going to GraceRoots org and checking out the uh, the archive of our uh, podcasts. And uh, the one, one thing. I, and I, this won't be a quote for quote either, but, you know, something that I really get out of this is that uh, something that Ralph says, you know, God has an astounding opinion of you, a really good opinion of you, and God's opinion is right. God, his opinion of you is right, but it's often our opinion, our understanding of his love and of God in general that's wrong. And when we do have that wrong opinion, that wrong understanding of of God's view of us, then it definitely will affect every little area of our lives because our lives are meant to be lived in 100%. We are literally in 100% union with God, but if we don't feel that way, and if we don't perceive ourselves that way, then we're going to miss the mark in, in our understanding of who God is and in all these areas of life. And, you know, this reminds me, I got a quote here, and it's comes from a different situation, not so much out of a fear of God, but something that happened due to fear temporarily having been displaced, uh, having, you know, love. Well, let, let me just read the quote here. We got a friend, uh, someone that I've known from blogging and from Facebook for some time. His name's Kent Burgess, and maybe some of our listeners know him. Uh, Well, I saw on another friend's page, Aida Calder, she had quoted something that Kent had said, and again, the circumstances in this quote are different than what we're talking about, but I think the quote in and of itself speaks volumes. Love temporarily had been displaced by fear. If love doesn't displace fear, we will never be able to love the other as Father first loved and loves us. Let me just quote that second part again. If love doesn't displace fear, we will never be able to love the other as Father first loved and loves us. The point is, God does love us. He always has loved us, but if we live in fear... Then we're never going to be able to love others in the way that Father loves us because we were never meant to live in fear but rather by his love.
0: that's good stuff that is good, Joel. I know we're kind of running short on time, so i'm I'm trying to decide if I want to jump into what I'm <laughs> going to be talking about next here, but let me just mention this: you are righteous, it's a gift from god it's 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 not based on works it's it's not works righteousness I'm talking about it's faith based righteousness it comes as a gift and God. Uh, has made us righteous through His Son, Jesus Christ, and His finished sacrifice, uh, His completed work. Think about that for a minute. I I don't have to come before Him with my own righteousness anymore, like I would under the Old Covenant. I can come before God with the righteousness that He gave to Jesus. So if God finds fault with me, He would have to find fault with His own work. Because I am his workmanship created in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians chapter 2. So why would God find fault with his own work? Of course, the answer is he doesn't. Uh, and that means the feelings of not measuring up and the sense of fear and uncertainty that a lot of people feel about approaching God are the products of their own heart. Listen to me. Get this, if nothing else, out of this program today. God is not finding fault with you anymore.
1: Amen to that. And to wrap it up here then for this week, uh, both you and I, Cap, have shared from 1 John 4, you from the Living Bible last week and me from the Amplified Bible this week. Let me just share what it says in the New King James Version. And this kind of tags off of something that you just said. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. Just as Christ is... Whatever Christ's standing is in this world and in front of the Father is our standing. Just as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. So let's uh, remember that, that we have no reason to be afraid of God. We can live in his unconditional, perfect love that should cast out all of that fear. I think we've got plenty more to say on this, so we'll more on fear and love next week here on Growing in Grace.
0: This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard weekly on GraceWalk Internet Radio and other online sources around the world. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.